I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, guys? To those of you who don't know, you should know. This is Classical Brian Leo from Philippine Wrestling Revolution, and you are listening to the STP Podcast. Please like it, subscribe to it, download it. It is for your own good. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast, episode number 37. And we're opening this episode with a little bit of holiday cheer. Yun. You know, before we actually recorded, we got together oh. and, well, two out of three people exchanged gifts. I'm sorry <laughs> that my paychecks have not come in and I haven't bought you gifts. Hashtag, One of us just received gifts. Hashtag freelancer. Bro. Hashtag yeah. freelancer problems. But we'd like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays if you're listening to us close to the holidays. Uh, which I'm sure you are because we are so close to the big day. I'm, in, I'm loving my gift right now. I'm actually looking at my Christmas gift from Ro. It's, it's NXT Wade Barrett with the Bad News Barrett coat. Action figure, Bobby. Yeah, it's an action figure. It's, it's basically an action figure of Wade Barrett from his NXT days with the BNB coat. I love it. it uh, my, my collection of action figures is growing. Mm. And Ro got me for some reason. <laughs> Evan Bourne from 2010. No, not is this 2010? It's 2010. It's 2010. Yeah, that's before the air boom days. Before air boom, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, ch- check the bottom. Check the bottom. Oh, I know. See, 2010. Yeah. No, you know why I got you this because I don't know who you like. Say there are no NXT toys yet, but so I couldn't get you. Um, I couldn't get you. Sami Zayn. Full disclosure, Ro actually texted me last <laughs> night. Sabi niya, do you know the other wrestlers come as Oh, papi, do. And then that's when I put two and two together. Wait, are you buying us gifts? <laughs> yes, I am. And no one told me we're supposed to do this exchange gift thing, but it's Now okay. I know I got Evan Bourne. Why? I'm trying to put this to, uh, you know, two and two together. Why? In the words of Tavlo, so you can stay high all the time. Hindi, papi. No, because I notice that you tend to like the indie guys more. Yeah, and I do. now Matt Seidel is now is an indie guy now. Actually. Uh, that's true. I didn't know if you liked Sin Cara. And the Sin Cara action figure was too expensive. I would have bought it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, it was um Sin Cara in white mystical holders. White Ooh, and, gold. I like that. and I would have bought that for myself, so fuck you. <laughs> but the, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know who would if you would love like them. Give him back. Give him back. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. He's We will upload. I will upload uh, a photo on the Facebook page. Matt Sidal versus. By, by now, you would have seen it when you as you're listening to it. Actually, to this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I got these guys gifts too. Like, I went to the NBA store, my first ever visit to the NBA store, and it was pretty easy actually. I didn't have to text any of these motherfuckers. Like, I know yeah. Ro likes the Bulls, yeah. I know Camus likes the Warriors. So it was, you know, it was just so easy to find something with those teams' logos on them and just, you know, have them wrap for them. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have asked, but I thought his tastes are so obtuse. And eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, actually, it's a call for the WWE. 
to finally make to get on your NXT Mattel figures. Say that shit yeah. is gonna get popular, man. Yeah, yeah, they should, especially after Takeover, which oh, was by far. That. We are so gonna get into that. But let's just put it out there early on. Takeover Our Evolution was show the, of the show year. of the show weekend, of the fucking year. Okay, not 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 enough. Show of the fucking year. Oh, right, right. Right, I won't I go as, like, so far to say that yet. Oh, okay, 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 I agree with, with it. With yeah. the, with the, okay, remove WrestleMania from the equation. Show of the year? Show of the year. No, I think... I know. Best I wrestled think, show of the year. Not just that. I think... Although we do love our boy D-Bry, I think it's really good. The Evolution. Yeah. No, it's our Evolution. Oh, yeah. Actually, actually, but we're yeah, gonna yeah, get into that yeah. much Fine, later, on, into in that later on because we have had such a weekend in wrestling. Yeah, it was quite God. the weekend like, for the Pinoy yeah. wrestling fan. I mean, it started off Friday morning, take over our evolution, Saturday night, PWR Terminus, Monday morning, TLC and stairs, uh, Tuesday morning, you had Raw, and then today, uh, you know, we're recording on a Wednesday, uh, this week, this morning, Super Smackdown aired live. And uh, w- word is that the main event of Super SmackDown is worth the watch. I haven't seen it myself. Ro has. Uh, I looked at your spoiler comment, so I will believe it. Uh, I will take your word for that. Mm. And for change, SmackDown worth watching. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> at least the main event. At least the main event. So let's l- let's talk about PWR first because I think it does deserve to be talked about. There's there's a lot that we haven't told you guys, and yeah. that's why we have to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> right. No, it's not that we haven't told them. If they weren't there, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Pero we told them anyway. <laughs> now you know, papi. And the cat's out of the bag now. So these two motherfuckers sitting yeah. sitting across me are now part and visible a visible part of the PWR company. Yeah, apparently. So, in in know, big ways. In, in very big ways. You know, they made me an offer I could not refuse and that's how I basically signed on to be the general manager of PWR. Who Remember, likes to watch. Yeah, I like to watch. <laughs> Remember, guys, you better put on a good show every time because every time the show goes on, I will be watching. <laughs> and my boy here is the official new voice of the PWR. They made me an offer several days before. <laughs> <laughs> Which you also could not refuse. Which I could not refuse because they asked me, So, Raf, ano? Gusto mo bang ano? announce? Okay. You guys gonna pay me? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but hey, hey, you know what? You greedy fucker. No. Hey, you look like you had a good time hashtag, hashtag freelancer problems. But at the same time, I'd like to say that this is one of the dreams. Like getting to call. Getting That's to call the out. dream. <laughs> Jake DeLeon <laughs> is a fucking dream. I mean, no, actually, all the boys and girls. What do you mean? He did not pull a Lillian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank God I didn't Thank botch anyone. Yeah, man, God. I, what if, I would not let you hear the end of it. <laughs> I mean, you got everything from like from the hometown. You didn't mean the Holmes? You got everything down, bro. You're just basing that off the script. That's Nelson Jr. who did not appear. Yeah, but you had it on the script. <laughs> I had it on the script. I did my research. Tagakamele Home Sin Nelson Jr., you know. I mean, hey, you, you were able to call everything down pat from Cantatino Barangay 69 to fucking San Juan Batangas. Well, you know? to be fair to Mentu Camus, he does his homework. He did his, uh, he prepared, he trained. Did you have to train? Uh, yeah, I, I, I practiced the whole ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls for most of the day. Yun. Yeah, I, I, I he, 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 put the in, end of it. he put in the work. Put, yeah, and it, it's an example to all of you guys. If you put in the work, you take your vitamins, you, you say, say your, your prayers, prayers. <laughs> you stay in school. What a fucking blowhard. <laughs> Eventually, you can be the next voice okay, but the of question- some other promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I have this job for life now. 
or or, you or, know. or until until the PWR board or Mr. C over here decides to go in a different direction. Yeah, keep kissing my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the question now is: Okay, what happens to the SGP podcast now that all three members are part of PWR? So, I think nothing changes from here. Um, yeah. I think b- being by virtue the hosts of this show, we cannot insult your intelligence and put on airs of being our characters. Right. Not that not that you have one. No, not yet. But if my character is not me, you know, if I'm unmasked, then I have or no if you choice. Wear a mask. No, if I wear a mask, that's a whole different story. But if it's unmasked, then it's a whole different ball game. I mean it's the same ball game if I were unmasked. Yeah. yeah, so basically... But uh, we are not here to insult your intelligence. And right. we have been given free reign by the board, or by by the company, to to shoot from the hip. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, for as we, long as we don't throw shade at anybody yeah, necessarily. We, without, without being, you know, without, you know... We're not here to play politics. We're not, yeah, and we're here to be impartial analysts. And at the end of the day, we still want to fulfill our goal of educating all of our listeners, which is you guys, the thinking... Uh, Filipino wrestling fan and as we said from the very first minute that this podcast aired this is the Filipino wrestling podcast by the thinking fan for the thinking fan yeah so if you were ever worried then don't worry so we're there's still, nothing we're to worry still, about yeah there's nothing to worry about we're still here for you and we never left yeah <laughs> we're not gonna and, and any criticism we might have toward the PW product toward our own product is purely objective yeah it's purely objective and it's said as as valid criticism without, you know, without being personal and shit. With, with a tinge of pagka fan. Oh. If I were... Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll try to be uh, commentating from the viewpoint of fans. Because as, as of right now, none of us are actually wrestling. Well, but you guys are part of the story. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stan at least is part, part of the story. So, yeah. I, I, I guess that's, that's pretty much us addressing the elephant in the room. And with that, let's talk about Terminus. It was a huge... Uh, huge success. Uh-huh. I would like to. I would like to say it was a success just because of the fact that I was there. That and the fact that you know we we saw people who genuinely enjoy themselves. And let me just put it out there: there were legitimate celebrities who attended the event. DJ yeah. Tracy Abad, yeah, of course, of this, of this radio station. My homegirl Tracy Abad and her boyfriend Quark Canaris. The Corkinaris. He uh, he actually took an Instagram photo of the Chris Panzer the from the second row. Of course, you uh, we can't miss out on Direct Nico Livello. who went up to me right after the very uh, right after the end of the event, and you know he shook my hand, thanked me, you know for you know for for having him over, and of course we can't forget Daddy Semania of uh, Parokini Edgar. Oh man, yeah, big si time yeah. He was he was in the front row, and he was just smiling from ear to ear from start to finish. And also, um, we had members of independent music, um. The boys of Imelda and she's only sixteen were in attendance, oh, and were they there? They, they were there. They oh, were in the was, back. Shout out to you guys uh, for co- showing up to the show. We also can't forget Batas was also there. Yeah, Batas. from Batas. Yeah. So you know, uh, it was a very well attended event, I guess, when it comes to the okay, high profile Mayhem Brannigan, papi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My connections at any Mayhem Brannigan. Now you know, um, let's get to the show. The show. Uh, the show proper. Um, we had five advertised matches, but we actually got six yep. uh, by the end of the night. Uh, they started off the show with Chris Panzer versus Ken Warren 2, oh, a rematch from, from Renaissance. I enjoyed this match Instant. just because they really tried to one-up what they did yeah, yeah. from Renaissance. And I know one day, um, Panzer's my homeboy, 
But one day he's he, no. He, one day he's gonna you know knock a tooth out or two from his yeah, next man. opponent. I mean, like his his super kicks. Oh holy shit! That his drop kicks <laughs> actually do connect. Actually, everything that he did that night was on spot. And fucking my boy Ken Warren he just pulled the shit out of his ass and it's just like left and right talking shit. Do not sleep while, on yeah while delivering the pain. Do not sleep on Ken Warren and Chris Panzer. They put out a really, really great rematch. No? And will there be a rubber match? We'll see. Hey, this I has to so. be this has to be said about Ken Warren. He's one of the better heels in the company oh, right now. He knows how to flesh out his character, and his mic game has improved. And we've we've seen it firsthand here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've told him personally now. You know, you know, I, I like the way that you're handling yourself on the mic. You just better keep it up, and uh, you'll be going places. <laughs> oh man! So you know, a, a word to the wise: stick to stick to stick to the improving and uh, keep working at it, man. Next match. Next match, one of uh, one of the crowd pleasers of the night, no doubt. Handicap match between Main Max and Kanto Terror, and Kanto Terror's new tag team partner, Lee Nelson Jr., wasn't able to attend. He was replaced by one of my kabayans, papi, <laughs> from San Juan Batangas. No, 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 dude. <laughs> from San Juan Batangas. His name is Mark D. Manalo. Okay, debut of the night? Possibly. Yeah. Well, who Possibly. else debuted? We'll get into that later. Dude, we debuted that night. <laughs> we debuted. Well, we did. But at the same time, I, I'd say that Mark Di Manalo, his, his Randy Orton impression. <laughs> his Stone Cold, his, his stone cold no, impression. His, no, the Stone Cold impression on spot. The Randy Orton impression into, oh my God, it's yeah, Max. Yeah, that was the best. That was, that, was, that was the best. One of my favorite moments of the night. I love how he, he really got the Batangueño accent. Spot on. He was like, "Alay ako po si Mark Di Manalo." I've already talked to my homeboy Mark Di Manalo. He's my homeboy, and for sure, na everyone's your homeboy. Because everyone, paglaki ko po, gusto po maging si Stone Cold. That's funny as shit. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, he is gonna be a certain future uh, uh, podcast guest. Mm. Oh, okay. For sure, man. Yeah, that would be great. That would be. I, you know, I, just have I, the combine I want to know more about him because. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. As as the announcer, I the the most I got out of him was uh, his. Uh, I didn't get anything out of him. I wanted to get well, what I did with another debuting wrestler. I wanted to get that out of him, but. Uh, oh, but like <laughs> you know, Mark Di Manalo. He also uh, he also got a Lito chant, a Lito chant because of that floral shirt he was wearing in the crowd. Uh, it's really funny because hey, when you watch the show, uh, let's say you watch it from the very beginning, you probably would notice the guy in the floral shirt, but you wouldn't think that the guy could actually wrestle. <laughs> and then he gets in and he actually strips off his shirt <laughs> and then he tries to wrestle with, you know, with Main Max. Now, Main Max got the win, convincingly, mind you. But of course, it didn't come without the theatrics and the entertainment mm. associated with Kanto Terror. Oh, God. Kanto, okay, Katie, Katie's our boy and I fucking love the entrance now. But he's one thing I noticed. He switched out for pale pills and guys. Oh, he did. He did that, and I think that might have led to the loss this week, this past show. See, I, I want to see Canto Terror in luchador mode. So next time they should just. I'm gonna make sure that he drinks tequila next time. Really? Because he goes give, on luchador okay. mode. He's okay, gonna give him tequila because you know he's a he's a boss. But you know what? what are you gonna give him a shot or a bottle? I'm giving him the fucking bottle, man. <laughs> you know, I'm scared. I'm scared to see what will happen because, like, good lord, but he he had like one side mig in hand, one side mig pale pills in hand, and he was already hurt. I mean, so, after a bottle, he'll probably be going ole. Well, I'd I'd love it would be a good excuse to get the Ole chant going. 
<laughs> no, but we have an ala e chant going. Yeah, well, yeah, that was pretty good too. <laughs> that was pretty good. But, I like that. But all that, all kidding aside, really well paced match. Good, good action. It was entertaining. Entertaining, and Max kicked the shit out of all of them. <laughs> as he should, as he should, as he should. Next match of the night, the main event was actually preempted. It happened midway through the show. You had classical Brian Leo taking on Bombay Suarez <laughs> hey, in what ended as yo, a draw. Before we get to the draw, MVP of the evening. Tita Panzer. Mama Panzer. Yo, yo, yo. Tita Panzer. Mama Panzer. Mama Panzer. Mama Panzer. Tita Panzer. Kumi Mami D. Mi Mami P. Yo, Mama Panzer stole the show. We had no fucking idea that Mama Panzer would flip a switch and literally flip out. I was so fucking fucking scared that, you know, they might, uh, she and Scarlet might get into a legit brawl at ringside. It's still real to her, damn it. (laughs) For those of you who weren't at the show, just so you know, um, the the sequence of events happened as such. Brian Leo came out to cut a promo, and uh, Mama Panzer started to lose her shit midway through. Like she couldn't take she couldn't take all the insults that Brian was de- dishing out. And, and then no, she really took she really took offense to it. And as he was exiting the ring, for some reason or another, she really flipped the switch and t- took it out on Scarlett. How, how did it happen, ba? Um, I didn't see the whole thing. I only saw it as they were getting into it. Yeah, hold on. Well, okay. From my vantage point, what I saw was um, we were. I just I had just announced the match for for Leo for Brian Leo and Bombay after they they said okay we're gonna do this early. So once once I did the introductions, I stepped out of the ring and then Scarlett steps out of the okay. ring on the other side. Okay, okay. And then she starts playing to the crowd a bit, and then I see Mama Panzer start to like he, in Mama, up, Panzer, right? Mama Panzer's area starts to stand up. <laughs> And then I'm just like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then I see our PWR security staff approach her, and I'm just like, start trying to calm her down. And then I'm like, holy shit, is this actually happening? <laughs> At which point, you know, they took control of the situation. Good job. Good job, by the way, to our security staff. Yeah, yeah, tonight. yeah. They really, I, I, I hope they actually explain something there, or someone, or um, someone gives more savvy. To the show, like sitting right next to her, explain it to her how things actually went down, go down in wrestling. Yeah. And then it happened around the time that Bombay dropped Leo on his head. Yeah. And then causing, causing Leo's injury. Yo, that, that, was, that was a very, very good spot. <laughs> very good spot that, you know, caught a lot of us off guard. But Yeah, it, I mean, like, okay, I'm going to say right now, we are all privy to the script. But we never knew it was happening. Yeah, we didn't but know I, that I that was thought it was fucking legit, man. And Everybody I thought know, it was. I didn't know what to do. I, I, I was manning the sound booth, and I didn't know if I was going to play any music or what was going to happen now. But I'm, shit. There, was, there was a long, awkward silence. And then he got... Tracy was texting me, and she was like, dude, is he legit injured? <laughs> and then he got up. My boy, Brian Leo, got up. And kicked Bombay. <laughs> And hit Bombay, and it was like if it was a holy shit moment. If you're Daniel Bryan and you do that, you're you're regarded as a strong and as a strong face, right? But if you're fucking Brian Leo, that was major heel heat, major brother. Heel. And I told him you are a fucking genius. After I told him that after the show, 
That's fucking. Um, you know, he was surprised. He himself was surprised it got fucking over the way it did. And I just gotta hand it to them that it was very well played, gentlemen. He, you know, he played it so well. Both it, of them played it so well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Bombay trying to get the crowd to go, Brian. Yeah, Leo. yeah. And, no, and I thought that was really awkward. Yeah, yeah, because he was, was awkward. He broke. He he fine. He broke character. Oh shit! Like already. Ang awkward Bombay, no? Like you could tell na parang nangangapadin siya kasi he was also nervous, and for him to have actually been in on it. Brilliant. Bastards. <laughs> Brilliant. Of course, but of course, this match... Hiding it even from the... Uh, from us. From yeah. Us. Uh, of course, the match did end in a draw, yep. and it led to the very first ever PWR tag team match. Hala Hala! You should have You should have, you should have gone with the Hala You should have. I was should trying have. to be myself. I was trying to be myself. Because at the time, I didn't know that I'll be watching would get over. I didn't know that I would be received warmly. Like, I, I from the moment over hit, I thought I was going to get booed out of there. <laughs> like, like, let me just put it out there. I thought I was gonna get, uh, I was gonna get X Pac heat or something. So, so you, you did back at WWFX because I did exactly, exactly. You know, I've been booed at the Big Dome, so I thought I would be booed at MCS, but I didn't. So, but to, well, to be fair, because you're the first uh, authority figure of PWR who's actually there live and in the flesh. I guess so. I guess so. So, you know, I, I got to respect the fans for that. So I tried not to heal it up too much or not to heal it up at all. Anyway, uh, the tag team main event became Bombay Suarez and JDL taking on classical Brian Leo and Main Max. But before we talk about that, let's get to the false count anywhere match between Mayhem Brannigan and The Apocalypse, a match which featured... Ooh, Spots involving tables, the steps, the thumbtacks, the second <laughs> thumb floor, oh, among other things. A Singapore cane. Singapore, Singapore canes Singapore were cane. involved. God. The thumbtacks, though, but I told Mayhem after the match, like you are fucking crazy. <laughs> like, what, like, what, what was what was that other thing? The the, the tray, the cookie tray. Oh, the cookie tray. Hey, you know, man, that's 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 typical, nay. No, but it was just oh man. Okay, for for a lot of us who have only seen um, WWE product. Live here in the Philippines, and this is this might have been your first hardcore match ever. And holy shit, these guys turned it up to eleven. Yeah, yeah they, they do a hardcore match in WWFX. anywhere lang. The one between Carlito and Snitsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, this one was wow, man. They fought in the crowd. They fought on the second floor, and it was just you know, it's it's not what you'd expect. Hey, apocalypse! <laughs> they, they almost, legit- they almost, you know, they almost threw each other off the second floor. <laughs> yeah, they almost did. <laughs> apocalypse legitimately wounded himself with the thumbtacks as well. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, the photos are on Facebook. So if you want to check them out, you know, if just- you want to see gore. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who think that who Mayhem still think is fucking cra- yeah, sorry, that wrestling think- is fake. Look at those wounds on the apocalypse's arm. For well, those, just, no, no. For those who still think wrestling is fake, Mayhem said after the show that it was only during his shower that the thumbtacks finally got at him. Oh shit! <laughs> so now you know, and knowing is half the battle. All right, uh, the, penul- know, huh? the penultimate match from Terminus was the PWR Boot Camp Challenge featuring... Hey, hey, sorry, sorry. I totally forgot the, that debut. My bad, my bad. Yeah. That's the debut featuring I'm Featuring <laughs> the Senorita Jake DeLeon and John Sebastian. Uh, sorry, uh, John. PWR Boot Camp. My homeboy, John Sebastian. My, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Yeah, John Sebastian was out there to make an impression. He didn't care if you liked him or not. He was and out he there to make an impact. He yeah, he came out to fucking JDL's music, man. <laughs> that's making a statement. And that's ball. <laughs> Right there, you know, you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of John Cena's debut against Kurt Ruthless Angle. Ruthless aggression. That's yeah. exactly what it reminded me and, of. And and for his to his credit, uh, John Sebastian took JDL 
um, you know, to yeah. to sort of his limit. You know, the mm-hmm. highlight of that match for me was that beautiful spine buster that JDL delivered to John mm-hmm. Sebastian. It was picture-perfect. Picture perfect, yeah, so I, it, that thing, it was just absolutely brilliant and, of, and, of a spine and, buster. Yeah, um, John Sebastian did his, uh, held up his end. Uh, he wrestled a good match as well, no? Yeah. And guys, um, if you're thinking of, the, of joining the boot camp, this is what you can learn, man. This is what... If you put your effort into it, if you put work into it, if you listen, and if you want to learn... Yeah, that's what you can do, bro. This you can is be what, in the ring. Yeah, and this is what our boy Ro will be doing in the near future. <laughs> in the near future. That's what he's aspiring to do. Right, and, so. and, wait, and consider sure. that uh, the boot camp is only like, what, three months old? Yeah. And think just where you can go with this. And I know there are a lot of aspiring guys who, after watching this show, have actually brought up the idea of, hey, man, I want to wrestle. Oh, yeah, and, you know, these guys are asking like, their girlfriends and their wives. Yeah. And, 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 like, people are hitting me up on Facebook now. It's like, holy shit, I want to be a wrestler too. And I told them, well, guys, wait for boot camp. It's coming. Yun. It's coming next year. It's not enough, though. It's easy to say. It's easy to join, but it's not enough. It's yeah, not that hard to... It's not that easy to maintain. And our boy MDJ just wrote an article uh, yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Very you, good I'm article. I'm glad you brought that very up. Very good article Which about, we have been sharing on social media. Yeah, very good article about his three-week... Yeah, three unfortunately, week he was not able to stay longer than three weeks due to... Um, due to Well, the real reason is that he, he has a family to take care of and to spend time with. And... It just took it's a priority. Thing. Yeah, it's a priority. It's a priority thing, and we respect that. We respect that. Yeah, like our boy and MDJ, we and we miss him. Yeah, at the boot camp. Like, um, it's the first time I really met him in person, and I can say that MDJ is a really stand-up guy. And should I ever need He's awesome. security? Should I ever need security, man? I am going to this man. Bakit papi, Mister Sigaba? No, but you, you don't know, need I, security. I, no, I mean, I took a lot of shit from Brian Leo. I took a lot of shit from <laughs> Everybody Brian Everybody takes shit. shit from Brian Leo. He did a shit on even, you. Even I got shit from Brian Leo. Oh, I got, I, I got shit from Brian Leo, but I threw it back in his face when I told him to get his ass out there. <laughs> yeah, but you see, I'm, I'm supposed to be neutral. I'm supposed to be just, you well, know. Too bad. So, you know, if, if, ever, if ever it comes down to it, MDJ, you're my man for this. You have to ask Z then, dude. I do, like Z. Z. I do have to ask Z. That's Mrs. MDJ, bro. All right. Mrs. MDJ, if you're listening. All right, all right. I'm uh, your husband in the near future. Of course, uh, we, we digress from the JDL match. Uh, JDL did uh, defeat John Sebastian. It was an admirable uh, admirable outing, nonetheless, from uh, John Sebastian. And Good the main debut. Event. Good debut. Main event, Bombay and JDL taking on classical Brian Leo and Main Max. JDL some... wrestling back-to-back matches, Papi. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, hardcore stamina for you. Uh, Not were... just that, but, you know, he's he, like we, we don't talk about it a lot, but JDL, a lot of people think this guy is out of shape. Hell no. He's a legit athlete. I Hell told, no. I told you that, that Dipa. I told you he can move. Um, he can move like the best of. He, actually, he's the best, uh, best of us in moving around the ring. You know, I'm glad he proved me wrong because when I saw him, I really thought nah, he wasn't one of the better better athletes on the roster. He's going so for glad. you, nigga. No, I'm, I'm so he's glad he proved for you. me wrong. I was watching him. That's how he proved <laughs> me wrong. He's coming for you. Uh, there were some shenanigans that went on in that match. We saw the Apocalypse and Mayhem Brannigan get involved. Ultimately, though, Bombay and JDL got the win. They pulled out their their uh, finishers, their signature moves. Bombay and JDL at one point even both spat in the face of Brian Leo. With the mist. Right. With the With mist. Because he wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> so... But one spot we're forgetting about is the Dudley Death Drop. Yeah, that's oh, right. I 3D. fucking love the 3D. 
that perfect. they dropped is no, but I like I like their finisher better than well, their finishers. Okay, their finishers aside, but the 3D tribute. I mean, if these two become a legit tag team in the future, should there be a tag team division? Uh huh. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, he, oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm listening. <laughs> he's not just watching; he's also listening. Yeah, to the podcast, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see I really want to see a tag team division and if these two decide to go in that route or should they go for the well as opposed to going for the PWR championship which I hear is in production you're damn right it is it they would make a formidable tag team like mm-hmm. top of the division straight away alright championship. Yeah, we have we have we have a lot of issues to work out. Uh, not all of which I can disclose on the podcast as early as now because you know that's still in development. Speaking of development, though, got, man, I want to talk about NXT now. Go on again. I don't want. I, I don't want. I want to talk about it last. I want to talk about it. Last. Really? Oh, okay, fine. Because, okay, guys. Okay, we did say last week that this would be one of the biggest weeks in wrestling for a Pinoy fan, and it, it has. It did, yeah, man. But. Let's save the best for last. Fine, fine, Let's fine. Let's save the best. Now, before for last. we get in, uh, before we get into anything, we have to thank all the boys and the girls who said hi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We kept asking finally, people, guys. Finally. Yeah. We kept asking people to, to say hi, hi after the show, during the show, before the show. You know, we had people like John Sags, people like Martin Vicentro. Thanks, guys, for you know coming up and finally just, met the Slick Master. Yeah, we also met the Slick Master. Of course, uh, Mike Bueza was there. Uh, MDJ was there. Mrs. Um, MDJ was there. Yeah, Mrs. yeah. MDJ, Mrs. Uh, MDJ is always around. We met Hub. Uh, we met you know a, a whole bunch of people who listen to the podcast, and it just warms the heart to know that people actually know our segments, like yeah, spots yeah, and yeah. botches. And I'm sorry we haven't done one in a while. Yeah, we haven't done the one done one in a while. But you know, uh, it without saying it goes without saying that we really appreciate it. And nakapagpakumbabadin siya. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so From much. From the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, I, I never realized that there would come a day that people would actually walk up to me and, "Hey, Ro, Mr. Moran, I'm, I'm, you know, this and that, you know." From uh, it's so awesome. The feeling is so awesome. And this is what we've been trying to do. Um, you know, since 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 day one, exactly. This is what we really wanted to achieve to get Pinoy wrestling fans to come together and be a community. And step by step. We're achieving that. So thank you for being a part of that. It really means the world to us. And I hope that it also means the world to you. And not just that. We'd also like to thank you for supporting PWR. Whether um, you really did want to see the show or for one reason or another, we really do, we really do thank you for all the support. Because PWR needs the support it can get if it wants to have a foothold here in the country. Because this is the thing that we, uh, uh, we Filipino wrestling fans have been clamoring for. We need to see more actual wrestling on our land. Right? In person. In, in person, exactly. And, and it's we actually can't happening. Keep, we cannot just keep counting on you know, the WWE or whoever else is from the States or from Japan to come here and the wrestle for us. Guys. This is actually us trying to take back Philippine wrestling for us. And we're doing it. And like I said at Terminus, we proved we're alive. And now we're proving we're here to stay. Yeah, so thank you all for coming out to PWR Terminus. Give yourselves a round of We applause. say this as part of the SUV podcast. And as we say this as part of PWR. Yep. And, you know, m- most importantly, as Pinoy wrestling fans. You and Papi. All right, so now that we've, uh, you know, gotten to our thank yous, gotten that out of the way, let's talk about a very underwhelming TLC and S. <laughs> No, the island TLC and this TLC, TLC and stairs and barriers and, and kendo sticks and LCD and, TVs. Yeah. Oh god. And all the, all this other shit that just, just went down. Yeah. I mean, it with the gimmick matches, we understand that it can get underwhelming at times, but then this 
this pay-per-view just really underdelivered, in my opinion. I mean, from the get-go palang, the main event was already watered down because it's a TLC match between Ambrose and Wyatt. And then you've already seen a ladder match between Ziggler and Harper. You saw a chairs match between Ryback and Kane, which I didn't catch, by the way, because I used it as my bathroom break to take a shit. And then Rose said, no, Totoro, real talk. And Rose said, you didn't miss much. Did I have to hear that, though? You didn't miss much. Ryback just beat Kane. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't regret it. And then we saw a tables match between Cena and Rollins. Which is okay. Which is actually pretty pretty okay. okay. Yeah, the ladder match and the tables match, both of them were were good. Caso gets one. uh, um, Joe the Grappler said it himself. You saturated the TLC Why are you match. pointing to me? I'm not pointing at you. What the fuck? <laughs> you pointed in his general direction. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm doing hand gestures. Are you what assuming the fuck? that he's... Yeah, are you, what are you implying, man? I'm not implying anything in the least bit. Now, if Joe the Grappler wants to come out here and out himself, then that's on him. Again, I'll be watching when that happens. <laughs> I think we do need to get Ryan on here to, I, I to settle that, Tavi. Yeah, because he's the only one who actually interacts with the motherfucker. Oh. Anyway, sorry, you're saying. We're, yeah. we're, we're getting sidetracked. Right, right. So, yeah, so you had that underwhelming, uh, that underwhelming main event. But some of the matches were actually worth talking no, about. No, the thing about the main event is that are we are we talking about now or how are we talking about? We'll the just show? talk about we'll it randomly. About it I don't want to. I don't want to run through it. Oh, it's, it's, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, the thing about the main event is that it could have been great, but the crowd was dead. You know? I was dead. Yeah, I, I was dead as well. M- not just because I saw. Ladders being used, tables being used, Kendo chairs sticks. being used, um, you know, all throughout Everything. the show. But it's more of, okay, this is the last stretch. Let's just get this over with. I'm sorry, Dean and Bray. I'm happy that you guys got the main event spot. Which is in itself a good thing. Although, is it though, looking back at it, parang they got outclassed by Cena and Seth. Although, if you think about it, up until the finish, it was a good match. If, if Cena and Seth were in their place, would they have gotten you know the same dead reaction? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so because the kids would still be waiting for Cena. That's true. And yeah, so I think that was weird. Um, why did they? Uh, not that I'm complaining, but why did they put Cena and Seth in the middle? Is it to, I don't know, kill momentum? I don't is it, know. Is, is it deliberate I, I sabotage? Honestly, I honestly think that you know, it was intentional, but at the same time. They knew that the Wyatt match, the Wyatt Dean Ambrose match, would have just been a lot better. Or that, and maybe the fact that nobody would have wanted to see Cena win. I think that's a, factor, yeah. that's a factor. Definitely too. factor yun. But feeling ko the in three main matches nila, the ladder match, the tables match, and the TLC match, they wanted to spread them out as as much as possible. So they opened with the ladder match, and then the tables match. Great they had match, to make it. They had to make the it open the second hour. But there's something highlight worthy from that second hour, and then they had to close it with the TLC match. Because in the first place, I think you could have interchanged though the TLC match and the tables match. But I think the they could have too. But the thing is, they could have too. It's TLC and S. Yeah, I get it. Again, not. Ladder, uh, not ladders and stairs, not. Speaking of, it's feud na Ambrose and Wyatt yung pinakamatagal. Like it's oh, the feud oh. that's been lo- running the longest, and that's why I think oh, oh. that also explains why they main evented the show. Yet you get exploding TVs. No, that was weird. Yeah, that was honestly weird. Again, the only way you could have saved that finish is if you explained it as Bray causing it with his magical demon powers, which they should have gone with. Yeah, they were. It, that, oh, it was a layup. It yeah, was a it layup. Was a layup. Actually. All they had to do was oop it. <laughs> oh, papi. But then, we're, we're ignoring one thing. What else, what else? The ladder match. We haven't talked oh, yeah, about for it sure. at all. Uh, it, it, is, it, nothing needs to be said about it because it, it was it great. Was brilliant. So brilliant. And it was like... And it opened the show. And it opened the show. And I had high expectations for the rest of the show because the backstage news was they were 
they really wanted to one up NXT or Evolution. But no. And Dolph, to his credit, is I, trying. He tried to, yeah. He tried He's to. grabbing for that brass ring. You know, see Dolph Ziggler, I can probably compare him to Coach Brad Stevens of the Celtics. You know, he's probably really? not going to win, really? but really? Dolph Ziggler and Brad Stevens are trying to win every fucking game. But you know what? I, 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 I get it. I get it. I like it. But Brad <laughs> reaching. Stevens? Brad reach. Stevens, dude. Yeah, it's a bit of a reach. No, but hey, hey. Um, I would like to say, though, that it wasn't good for them to open the show with Dolph and Harper because it wasn't the, the tone setter though huh it wasn't it wasn't the tone setter exactly. that it was supposed to be exactly because we I think most of us already knew that it was going to be downhill from there so would you Sadly. rather have the Usos and the Miz and Miz Dao team like what open the match I don't see why the not yeah, they, it, was they, actually, it was actually a decent match yeah it was a decent match they, they could be trusted to put out a decent match just a wonky finish yeah sadly it's kind of weird. You eh? finish no match now. I would have oh, actually, okay. if I were them, I would have gotten the stairs match out of the way or the chairs match out of the way first. Speaking of the stairs match, it was decent it enough decent, for what it was. Enough. Yeah, but the finish was so stupid. Yeah, I agree. yeah, it's like it's like Big Show just uses the stairs for the okay, pin. Okay, here's the thing about the pin. I know that most of you think that you can just lay on top of your opponent and that counts as a pin. Uh-huh. But no, you have to actually pin the shoulders, and that's what they've been teaching us at the boot camp. Sorry, cheap plug, but. <laughs> And what Big Show did, he did put the stairs over Rowan's body, but he never ever pinned his shoulders down. So by the when you you saw it, you can see it. That I before, saw it before the ref even counted three. You know, Rowan was reaching up with his arms and like, okay, shouldn't you break the count there? Yeah, that was that was very very weird. And I guess on Eric Rowan's part, tapat tumigan nila siya should have laid down, diba? Uh, yeah, yeah, he should have at least gone with it, no? Yeah, so. I don't know. Um, I don't want to talk about the Rusev swagger thing anymore. It's parang yun yun eh. You know, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk about Rusev and swagger anymore because it was rehashed. They didn't even recycle, uh, they didn't even uh, use yung momentum sana, which they could have gotten from the Survivor Series team, which swagger was supposedly a part of. Uh, you know, and Zeb didn't do shit. Yeah, he wasn't he in wasn't the feud. He was, he was oh no, storyline injured. Um, and fuck it Zeb. Would, it would have been cool. Fuck Zeb anyway. Fuck him. Really? So much, so yes. Much, so much pot. Racist, racist Zeb. Racist Uncle Zeb. He does nothing for swagger. How about the Divas match though? Um, uh, I feel like sorry, I feel like yeah. they were they weren't given enough time. They should have. They should have been given at least ten minutes. I'm because you know we shit on the Divas division a lot because they're not given time. But you know, you give them ten minutes. Ten minutes. In a three-hour show, they could actually do something relevant for a change. It's yeah, sad. For some reason, yeah. It's sad, but it needs to be said. I miss the authority. But I never wanted them to leave in the first place. Yeah, they were needed I. as they were great heels. Actually, yeah. You know what? Um, about a month ago, I said it. I said it that you know this is gonna be the best thing for them, and look how downhill we've gone. The power can, vacuum is really exposing vacuum is yung, exposed, yung yes. lack of depth, I guess. On, for no, they could have tried it. Kasi... But they re- okay. This no. whole this whole general okay because we're we're already dipping into raw a bit. Yeah, the, the raw after this whole general manager power figure authority figure vacuum is just leading to weird things happening. Now the thing was, we needed more of the kind of general managing that Brian brought. At the first week of Raw after Survivor Series, true. 
we needed that because if you were gonna change things, you would have started with that. Basically, now, have now a man the of heels, the people. Now the heels are getting punished, and then everyone, everything is fair and just now. And then you figure out what to move yeah, on to then, next. Yeah, but then you know the anonymous raw GM happened, and it looked like we were just. Uh, and when then he Santino was, happened. No, 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 and. and um, the anonymous raw GM just did more of authority things. But okay, what changed here? Oh, yeah, I, I get that. Um, you know, we haven't talked about Roman Reigns. Damn it, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns appeared at both our evolution and at TLCNS. Fucking superstar of the year. Fu- didn't fucking what? do anything. Okay, you know what? Roman Reigns, as, as, be, as pushed as he is getting, he is not doing jack shit. I'm... You know, I'm, I'm slowly. Pissed. I'm turning on Roman Reigns already. I turned on him when he when Seth did. I don't like him. Like I feel myself cringing every time he appears because I really feel him being shoved down my throat, and that's not a good thing. It's and, not, and you know what? Okay, it made sense for him to be at our evolution because hey, he's based in Florida. He got his facts wrong. What the fuck? Daniel Bryan's the first oh, NXT my. alum to be WWE World exactly. Heavyweight Champion. I mean, and that's and, well, that's for a later discussion. No, people like to argue. That okay, obviously he means that NXT as a brand. As the brand now. But fuck it, come on. No, still. Daniel Bryan's an NXT alone. Yeah, but it's not that hard to an it. Pinpoint. Yeah. People and still remember him as an NXT alumni. Alumnus. But, but that's the thing. That's the thing that we're we're getting at here. Is that the main point is it's Romans stupid... being shoved down our throats. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is it's not good. Well it's not believable. Dude did win Superstar of the Year legit. Fuck you, WWE Universe. I don't believe that. (laughs) Fuck you, Universe. I do think, actually, that people are actually stupid enough to... So people are stupid enough to vote for him. I guess. Dude, come on. Our own voting for the SGP Awards (laughs) is fucked up. Okay, hey. We've done preliminary... We've done the preliminary polls on most of the... Some of you got it right. Some of you are really fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Some of you legitimately have bad taste. (laughs) Sorry. Or really good taste that it's really hard to understand for these two fuckers. But (laughs) (laughs) we'll get into that on our next show. Yeah, yeah. Because the SGP Award show is coming up next. And that's what we've got lined up for the holidays because we never stop. Wrestling never stops. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver Our Evolution in just a bit. But right now, we gotta take a break. We've obviously been saving the best for last, so let's just. Damn right, damn right. Get right to it. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver Our Evolution. Lots of big things happening. Let's start off with the announcement from Corey Graves. Now, if you've been watching NXT uh, from as early as 2012-2013, you probably have been missing Corey Graves for quite some time. And now we all know he has retired from active competition because of his concussions and he's now the newest member of the NXT commentary table. And he's not doing such a bad job. Yeah, for a beginner, he was actually doing pretty well. Um, So... I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing so far. I think he has a bit of potential, and I'd love to hear more on commentary moving forward. And yeah, I mean, like Alex Riley set up, I'd say half of his comments. Actually, But it's just it's really good to hear another perspective from a former talent. The I way did that I did miss Renee though. Oh yeah, I miss Renee a lot. Yeah. I said, okay, sorry guys, but all three guys. I don't know why. What is it about NXT? But all but. A lot of the guys, except 
Jason Albert sound the same. I don't know why. Oh, si Byron, Byron may Byron boss. No, but he still sounds... They all sound Generic. homogenous, yeah. But, okay. Barry Graves, I'd say his call for most of the matches was pretty good for a first time. Yeah, yeah, it was good. He he did his job. He did not reach too too far out. You know, he did not overstep his boundaries. That he was he's a good third voice next to Brennan and Ira. Right, and it's nice of WWE to be giving him another opportunity to continue with the company. He signed a two-year contract. Yeah, so a new one. Thanks, Hunter. Good guy, Hunter. Good guy, Hunter. Good guy, Hunter. Now, Hunter has a lot of things that you know he did well when it comes to our evolution, which we fans are very much thankful for. Among them, the debut of Kevin Owens. Holy shit! What were these? What, were we, the, what did we say about Holy Kevin Owens? Holy shit, guys! We said this man is a dangerous man. The promo said he is here to change things and. Boy, fight, fight everyone. Boy, did he fuck up CJ Parker. Dude, his nose got fucked up too. And I'm talking about Kevin Owens. Might, that, that was Parker's fault. That though. was Parker's fault. I mean, the bomb strike, the bomb strike on its own is a very iffy yeah. finisher or yeah. even using it in your repertoire. Right. It's it's not advisable. And for all you aspiring wrestlers, watch this match and see the it's pictures. It's his after. fault. Yeah, man. It's CJ Parker's fault, yes. But okay. How metal does it get that Kevin Owens comes out to the most badass, like, not even not even squash eh? it. Was, he didn't squash. He CJ didn't squash CJ Parker, but pretty much very dominant showing, and he bleeds on his first match. Right, right, and I think it was. Goddamn, son! I think it was a very good way of establishing the Kevin Owens character, especially for both newcomer fans to Kevin Owens. Like, I will admit. That that was the very first time I'd seen Kevin Owens on TV, and uh, as opposed and, to Camus over here, who's seen Kevin myself. Owens, yeah, since he was Kevin Steen, myself and, as well. And the thing is, um, Kevin Steen versus Kevin Owens, the parallelism is not you know it's not that far off. It's not that parallel. It's very one in the same. Um, Kevin Owens pulled out a lot of moves that you'd see Kevin Steen do. Like the cannonball into the corner. Wait, before we even get into Kevin Owens' moves, we have to say Kevin Steen is in the best shape of his life right Holy now. Holy shit. But Kevin Steen, Kev- the person. For those who have not seen, like Stan, who have not seen Kevin Steen before, yeah. he was a fat ass. and He was honestly, Jason Albert fat. No, he wasn't even <laughs> Jason Albert fat. Jason Albert is, is imposing. Eh? Yeah. He was, he's huge, but he's chubby, and but he's still imposing. Yeah, Jay, uh, Kevin Steen was more of the. He looked more like a guy who was a slob and then wandered into a, a wrestling ring to train. But holy shit! Better now he's in. He's looking he's so slim. He's looking slim. so slim. Looking so not not ripped yet, but parang wow. Okay, I can believe that this guy looks more like a wrestler. I mean, if if last week I said that Main Max looked like he lost a lot of weight, oh, Kevin Owens has lost a lot of oh, papi. For sure, yeah. For sure, that Kevin always lost a lot of weight, and but and then the thing is, he hasn't lost anything with yeah. this weight. Loss. And he and he no, he moves even better now. Exactly, he moves even better now. And yeah, his a lot of his signature offense. I mean, he fucking pulled a plancha. When was the last time you saw a guy that big pull a plancha? Yeah, this guy's a two hundred sixty pounder. Yeah, and speaking of his moves, now, um, back in. In the Indies, he would just do whatever he wanted, right? Exactly. And now he's even better. I say he's he's controlled the, rage. Yeah, it's like the WWE style. The WWE style is really good for enough for Indies who for indie wrestlers who you know 
um, like to do shit Wild just for the shit. sake of. Yeah. Um, if if Kevin Owens was in NXT doing you know a whole lot of things he was doing, he, he liked to do. You wouldn't really take him seriously. True. But now that he's now that he's more of controlled rage, now that he's more focused in the ring, he's more believable as a legit threat. As um as someone you don't someone uh you don't even want to mess with. Yeah, and I think they've made that point pretty clear. They've established that very well throughout the entire show that Kevin Owens is one badass dude that nobody should ever piss off. But we're getting ahead of ourselves oh, yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, 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 we yeah. are getting ahead of ourselves. So, you know, we've, we've marked out now to Kevin Owens. There's more Kevin Owens go on in this show. Uh, but let's talk about first that quick tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Oh, I was kind of surprised that the, the match was this quick long between um, the Vaude Villains and the Lucha Dragons. Like, you would have think that for a few that has been as drawn out as theirs... Um, you know, the Lucha Dragons could have had more of more of a come up and towards uh, the Vaude Villains. Yeah, you would, and you. But the thing is, it's they did their job. They did their job on the card. It, sure. it was it was an exciting match. Both teams got in a lot of good offense. Yeah, and I have to admit, the Vaude Villains look like the best contenders moving forward still after this match. So I I hope they extend the feud. I know it's not yet over. Yeah, for sure. I, I told you. I told you it was not going to be over yet. Yeah. I know, I know, I, I know, and, and we, uh, believed. we believed. But of course, I still stood by my prediction at the time. Nah, uh, the Lucha Dragons are better off as face challengers. It was True. what it was. It was. It, they knew that it was not the biggest feud on the show. Yeah, um, it would not even be the biggest match on the show, even though um, all four men are obviously talented. But but it did its job. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, sure. it knew it knew what its role was supposed to be. Yeah. And that's and that's part of what makes the booking of the entire show really great. Because uh, speaking of uh, people who knew their roles and play them well, dude, how about fucking Baron Corbin? Oh, You're... my God. And for those of you who have been asking for it, we have a Baron Corbin moveset, moveset update. update. It's our new segment, which we're debuting right here on the SGP podcast. I wish I, we could tell you that. There were a lot of new moves, but I only counted two new moves. What, what were they? Uh, you snake, snake eyes, Young big F- boot, and the lariat. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty three. Much it. Oh, sorry, three, three. And so, it's finished at the end of days. End of days. No, but everybody knows because that. we know that. Right. So now the move set update, as it stands, contains four moves. Four Yay! moves, which was more than Roman Reigns. At the start. At the st- no, at he the had start. five moves. No. Did he have five moves? He had five moves. Yeah, you have to count the strike. Five. Oh, yeah. you have to count striking. Yeah, no, you but, have to but, count the strike. But this guy does get in some punches. Not Baron. Baron during his no during his other matches, but we haven't done an update for that. Not really. We haven't even seen his other matches. Yeah. What other matches about? On NXT. Really? I just I just knew he did the. He, yeah. He was in NXT. He just goes for the end of days. You know me. It would take him like what twenty one seconds, twenty two seconds. seconds. But he gets a clinch. Do we count the clinch? It's not a move. That's not a move. <laughs> That's a transition. Yeah. So okay. So five moves, four moves, four moves as it stands. That's the Baron Corbin move set update. And I have to agree with almost everybody on social media who has been saying that they like the slow burn movement of the Corbin Dempsey feud. Yeah. There's only enough. Uh, there's only so much time you get on on NXT episodes. So okay, then the no. It's a slow burn. Yeah, and it's good for both Baron and Bull, in that I, we already know that Bull's uh, a pretty decent wrestler. Yeah. But we don't know this about Baron yet, and if he has any weaknesses, he has time to improve. Oh yeah, sure. And I think I think you know moving forward, we'll be seeing a lot more offense out of him. 
All right. Are we good with Baron Corbin? We're good with Baron We're good? Corbin. All right. Sorry, Ty Dillinger. Thanks for coming. <laughs> and yeah, people, now... Uh, the other NXT guys really love Ty Dillinger. Yeah, for some reason. I mean... Oh, he's been here a while. Yeah, he's he tag-teamed with Jason Jordan? For yeah, he's no, with Jason Jordan that. right he, now. He's formerly Gavin Spears of ECW. So. So he he's he's, he's a vet he's a vet actually. All right. So next up on the card, can we call this the graduation match of the Ascension? Not yet. Baha, I, I would it, say it is. I think because that that's what have, I thought when I was watching this. I think they have one more round of NXT tapings in them. Uh huh. But this no. But they've already uh, started uh, you know airing promos on, on SmackDown and Raw. Kaya feeling ko na ito ng graduation match na. It was kind of nice though that it came against Finn Balor and Hideo Itami. But holy shit, that Itami entrance! Holy shit, that Balor entrance! Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was setting him up, you fucker. <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say. For all of you who didn't see the entrance of Itami, he comes out in a fucking robe. Classic. Yeah, he looked like somebody from Mortal Kombat. I not mean, just I, Mortal, not just Mortal Kombat. From fucking Dragon Ball Z, papi. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Actually, I thought he was like Shang Chung, so. Yeah, and they with Mortal Kombat. I don't know Mortal Kombat, so it's probably uh, Shang Tung. Um, so you had Hideo Itami coming out like that, and then you had and then Finn you get Balor. Finn fucking Balor! Who just upped the ante with the fucking body paint. And, okay, you know what? They're calling it war paint. Okay, lang. It okay sounds lang. badass. Okay, lang. sounds badass. It sounds I like badass. It. I like it. But he was like, the, I like it, Maggle. But, but was, Chant of the Night. Came after that. I know. Once they settled the marking out chant. No, I thought that was from Ano. From no, that was from that. Okay, that was from that. I thought I, I first heard I, it. I watched it this morning. Okay, okay. The crowd, the NXT crowd, and props to them for being a fucking awesome crowd. Started chanting marking out once they saw him come out with that. Dude, there were so many things that we could rave about in that match. How about the GTSTs? Oh, <laughs> nigga. Motherfucker! And that part where Hideo basically took back the knee plus. Yes. <laughs> the knee yes. plus. God damn it. So now we have, as a subplot, Hideo Itami taking back moves, His stolen, moves. <laughs> stolen by WWE main guys and former champions at that. Right, right. And I'm glad that, you know, Triple H has actually let Hideo Itami use these moves, I tease these moves. I want to see a fucking GTS. Na, na, I want to see ako, it. Na execute talaga, di ba? Kung, kung magawa niya yan. And I don't know if it comes, if it comes in his um, championship match, should he get one, or towards his debut when it comes. But holy shit, the moment it happens, we will be marking out hard. Yo, you know, uh, it's been said before that Finn Balor doesn't want to stay in developmental for too long. So okay, I yeah. say we enjoy this for as long as we can because, because while it's here, it's, it's fucking awesome. Fucking yeah, yeah, awesome. it's only a matter so of time awesome. before he gets demoted to the main roster. But the truth is, the truth is, Finn fucking Balor is a golden god in NXT. My only, can I just say, my only problem with that is, with the whole feud actually, is that uh, for guys who are graduating to the main roster, and I guess this is only an observation for those who actually watch NXT, Yeah, but it's a growing audience, eh? but it's going to be tough because Itami and Balor, just on appearance alone even, they just made the Ascension look like second-rate punks. 
and they were the longest reigning NXT champions. And now they're already coming in as what this decade's Legion of Doom, right? Right. So I don't know. guys. Parang sa akin okay lang kasi parang lumalabas na reboot siya. For audiences who aren't familiar with the Ascension, I think yun yung target nila. Well, hopefully it's hopefully. a good reboot. Hopefully. But ako coming from watching NXT and seeing these guys have their last hurrah be beaten be you know being beaten by these two really over indie guys it's going to be tough eh is he Bo Dallas din naman diba that was his, his last hurrah was him getting beaten by Adrian Neville that's true that's true that is true for the championship but pero Bo Dallas is kind of different he's on a different level expectation wise you know he's not that good right so you can temper expectations but the ascension were so over during the time that they were dominant yeah and now it's that's all gone after losing to Itami and Balor it's a restart for them sana, yeah. no, sana it's a good restart I hope so sana yeah. it's a good let's restart. see where this takes them but you know we gotta give credit where credit was due and all four guys tore down the house they, they tore down the house and Ooh, the ascension God. they look primed they look ready for, for the main, main roster. roster I mean I can't wait to see them debut I mean, it's, it's an old school gimmick, yeah. and I'm will and I'm ready to see that. I don't want to overthink this gimmick. Yeah, because neither look, do look I. At, look at it this way: right now, there is no dominant tag team like on a, on a level that the Ascension is at. Like, no That's one true. can physically dominate the tag team division, and I think that they're gonna come in strong. Here's the hoping, and yep. uh, let let's see what the future holds for the Ascension as they rise. Uh, we have. Yeah! They also had uh, an NXT Women's Championship match. Yun. This this match, this which match. was really good My as well. God. Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Sad though that Ro and I, while we were watching, we spent more time nitpicking on Sasha's appearance. So Why are we nitpicking on my girl? Somebody pointed it out on Twitter, and okay. now I couldn't stop seeing it. The, the fucking braid. Yeah, the fucking oh, braid God. that made her look like you know Latina female LeBron. No, it made her look like Latina Alicia Keys. Fine. No, but Alicia Keys isn't that bad. I Can we talk about the match? Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Fine, about the uh, fine, match? fine. Sorry, fine. Sorry, Sasha. <laughs> it was a great match. Great match. Um, Sasha looked like a golden goddess. You a know, boss. the thing about this like women's championship boss. match is ito yung gusto natin makita from the divas mm. on the main roster. Yeah. They were given time that the main roster divas aren't given. Uh, to be fair were... though, um, go. I think it's, it bears noting that Charlotte and Sasha and by extension maybe Bailey, maybe Becky uh, they're given that amount of time because they're honestly empirically better than the divas on the main roster empirically, empirically except for maybe uh, Paige and Natty. Emma Natty AJ uh, Emma's maybe. actually Emma Emma yeah, I said Emma yeah, just said oh Emma. sorry 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 yeah um, the name but in general the NXT girls are better than the main roster girls and that doesn't say a lot about the main roster girls, but it probably does say... Maybe that, not by much, but they are better. Are these girls ready, though? Is Charlotte ready Char- to get I called think up? Char- I think, I Charlotte think Charlotte's ready. ready. I just want them to actually treat her like the champion that she is. But looking at Charlotte right now, to make a basketball comparison, I wouldn't be surprised if I, if anybody compared her to fucking Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> she has a unibrow? Oh. <laughs> We're not going there, though. But the level of growth in such a short amount of time. What is this? Her second year as a yeah, wrestler? Yeah, second year. Her second year as, as a, a wrestler. professional wrestler. Right, she's and, been a gymnast. And sure. she's yeah. this good already? Parang Anthony Davis or Damian Lillard in the thing ni, ni Charlotte Davis, right now. Because like, if, you're, if we're talking about progression and the sheer... Natural, natural athletic ability. Uh, yeah, there. That's what I was about to say. It goes to show that Charlotte is actually, 
you know, genetically superior than a lot of these people. And it's not just a gimmick thing. She you, is really good. You brought up this concern about um, them treating her as uh, well on the main roster. I think being Flair's daughter is no joke. Parang, and she doesn't, she doesn't cannot, take it lightly. And you cannot fuck that up when you are the daughter of Ric Flair. Right, right. right. Yeah. The nature boy. Maybe okay lang if you're the, the daughter of you know Jim Neidhart, who wasn't the, that big of a star. Uh huh. No, I mean the Hart Foundation were were beloved, but you know Jim Neidhart was not a main eventer. Or maybe the, the daughter of Sweet Soraya. Yeah. Who is virtually unknown in the states. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, was, um, I think Charlotte is the first for kind. Uh, the daughter of this huge legend. I don't think that they have the balls to fuck that up. What if Aurora Rose Levesque became a wrestler? Ayun. Isa pa yun. You can't mess that up either. Siguro, ano, Daniel Bryan's kids with Brebella. But what about, no, I mean, <laughs> or what about, uh, if we're talking about these kids, and you know, what, what about, about Aiden English and Ch- No, what happened to Shaw, <laughs> dude? What happened Shaw's to Shaw Guerrero? Yeah, I was just saying that. married. Shaw just got engaged today. Congrats, Shaw. Congratulations, Shaw and Aiden English. Aiden English, but talaga yun? Oh, oh, oh. shit. I'm sorry, man. Hindi ko namukhan. No, ako rin, ako rin. I think a lot of us did not notice it was Aiden English. Holy fuck, Aiden English is marrying into the Guerrero family. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Aiden, Aiden English will spawn the fourth generation Guerreros. Putang ina, bro. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. And the fourth generation of Guerreros will be gentlemanly. <laughs> Shit! I just saw this comment on um, on SGP on that post on my post. Yeah, uh, the new slogan will be "Pilfer, bamboozle, and I don't know, deceive, bamboozle, and pilfer." <laughs> I like that. Props. Eddie will be proud. You know, somewhere you know, he's yeah, To be fair, I did not notice this as well, and my boys uh, on Twitter did not notice it as well. You say you're not used to Aiden English wearing a shirt and jeans and sneakers. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's, that's not true. very gentlemanly. Uh, that's fucking awesome. So back to our evolution. Back to our evolution. So you know, we we've marked out over the women's championship match, which is great you know, match, great match, a great match, an absolute great finish. I have to say, natural selection from the top rope. Yeah, yeah, looks fucking super great. RKO, super man. natural selection. You damn right. Now let's go to our super main event. Yo, yes. I know Let's you've been waiting, Camus. Let's do it! Sami Zayn taking on Adrian Neville for the NXT Championship. If Zayn lost, he would have quit NXT. By now you know that did not happen because Sami Zayn finally climbed the top and of the mountain. And as we said last week, when you set that kind of stipulation, there, like is, no there is no way, no way. that guy is going to lose. No way. Unless he did something wrong, right? And they're kicking no out way. of the company. No way. And that moment, man, that moment, I mean, but they before, built okay, up the, very well to that moment. That match was great. Man, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm starting to get a little lost for words because this is, this is my match of the year. I voted for it on the SGP podcast K. year-end awards. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Let me have my moment. The build-up, okay, the build-up for the match, amazing. The match itself lived up to expectations, which oh, yeah, is for sure, for very sure. rarely the case. But I think the man, um, Sami Zayn and and also Adrian Neville have been delivering consistently all year. All year, all year. These guys have been MVPs for the fucking NXT roster. Their match, they they've been doing dark matches on on Raw tapings. Yep. They've been doing it on SmackDown tapings. They've been doing it on main event. 
Yeah, and there are no more brass rings to grab. There are no more brass rings to grab after this match because holy fucking hell, they stole them all. Hey, um, we were talking about this before we went on the air. We did not know which was the bigger match. Was it this match or Daniel Bryan winning at WrestleMania 30? Oh, shit, man. And the thing is, this one, and we said it earlier, we said it off air, that this one, this NXT match felt a lot more cathartic. Yeah, it did. I think because it helps that this might have always been the plan. And we all felt that. It was bound to happen sooner or later. And we were not treated to... Yeah, these unfulfilled teases teases with uh, Daniel Bryan and the authority. Right, right. It Um, was not spoiled then. And it was the very first. And uh, not to take anything away from Bryan's win, but before Bryan won at WrestleMania, he was winning, you know, the the championship twice, only to be screwed out. Right. So, Panamay precedent, Nana, if it does happen again, it's probably not for real. Exactly. But for Zayn, it's his very first win. It's his very first solo championship in the WWE. Yeah, and there were no... It was not tainted by any, you know, screw job moments prior to our evolution. I guess on a personal note, um, what makes the Zayn win and the Z- that moment more cathartic for me is the fact that I, got, I actually got to watch it live. The thing about the Daniel Bryan match was after he beat Triple H, I kind of knew he had to win the main event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we, I had to text it in to you. And yeah, Kamas had to text it to me because <laughs> I had to attend a meeting. Um, and so I, I, couldn't, I, I wasn't able to catch it live. So I got to catch it like later that night before you and I recorded the very first episode of the podcast. Um, the thing about the Zayn win, though, was you, I was just really gripped. And I knew that Zayn losing was a very real possibility because they could have used it as an out for him to graduate. Yeah. To the main roster. To right? or, or to demote him. Right. But, you know, just, just to have it happen and to finally have that moment, I didn't expect that I would tear up. Before we even get to that, let's talk about what happened during the match, the potential heel turn. Oh, yeah. That was a really great story. Oh, the, yeah. The, the story within the story that... Right. The NXT Championship belt being into the, in, in the came ring. Came into play. Came into play as a foreign object. And Sami Zayn had the temptation of whether or not he was going to use it on Neville because the referee was down. Cena was down. And you know what? This, this type of situation, we've seen it a hundred times done. Yeah, right. Cena has had a handful of these moments uh, in the past few years, right? Yeah, where turn or not, turn or not. And then he just gets the shit beaten out of him. Yeah, and technically Cena did the same thing Zayn did. But this felt so much more different. Yeah, because um, I think the possibility was really real. Uh, Zayn sold the possibility well. And now, cons- it was, uh, yeah. I d- honestly did not know if he was going to do it or not. Because he could have, and it would have been justified. Yeah. Although, and he could have been bought into it. Although he had a lot of time to do other legal things. Yeah. Right, like actually <laughs> put him. another move on Neville. Yeah, right? him. But the ref sucks. <laughs> yeah, <and> My favorite <laughs> channel of the night. This ref sucks. So, yeah, so you had that, and then you had other big spots like that. Uh, his signature corner DDT through the ropes. Yun. Oh God, beautiful! Which was very beautiful. Which he could not do here. <laughs> right, not not at MCS. <laughs> not in the PWR ring. But Sami Zayn did pull that off, and then when he finally hit the Haluva kick one last time and scored the one two three. God, it was. It. Oh, it was that finish was perfect because it quickly. I don't know it quickly transitioned from the whole um, ref bump, you know, uh, personal crisis moment. It did not take very long. And that's what yeah. I loved about that finish. Right. They didn't drag it for too long. And then they just let Sammy have his moment. 
And what a moment it was. What a moment it was. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, for those of you who do know me, I'm a very emotional guy. I do get wrapped up in a lot of things. Dami feelings. Eh. But putang ina ito. This is the first time in, like, I mean, I cried a bit <laughs> when Taker lost. Really? Just a bit. Just you a did? Bit. Just, you did? I, I just like solo tear. Solo uh, tear. A single tear. Single, single manly tear. Single manly tear. When, right. when, when, Daniel Bryan won. I was, you know, hysterical. Uh huh. Incredibly hysterical, happy. Two tears. Right. <laughs> Two, tears. <laughs> <laughs> Two tears. Sure. I was fucking balling after this match. Like, you know, happy tears. Like, like oh, I fucking love it, man. Because my boy, my boy won the big one. Yo, I'm, I'm not as big a Sami Zayn fan as you are, but I was but really the story was relatable. Well. Right, right. So- like, and then when the locker room, coaster, dude, yeah. when the locker room came out, you know, David Tommy, you know, Enzo and Cass, and Tyler Breeze, dude, Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze fucking. Okay, wait, let's call, it, let's call it out now. Tyler Breeze fucking just came out as a heel. Had no business. Had no business at being all. there, but respect to him for showing respect. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked that touch. Meanwhile, I could not cry any tears of joy. <laughs> Uh, apparently you, you're a heartless son of no, a bitch no I'm not a heartless son of a bitch you I just, don't have these emotions yeah you're not capable of expressing emotions excuse me excuse <laughs> me Mr. GM excuse you're me berating talent like that yo incapable of expressing emotions seriously no no I'm, it's easier for me emotion. it's easier for me to express emotion when I'm sad but it's hard for me to, to no, my, my body does not physically understand the concept of tears of happiness <laughs> you know i don't know no, i'm happy i'm i'm exhilarated i'm i'm really you know i'm really on on a high when something nice happens yeah but, but something I, this nice not even not even one single manly tear it does not compute my body does not compute manly uh tears of joy not manly tears tears of that joy that sucks man that, that, that sucks, it, it sucks for you for because you. this was i can cry when i'm sad but not when this when was I'm this happy. was just such a pure moment like, yeah like it just felt right. It's one of those. It's still real to me. Damn it, moments. True, true. And it, it was glorious. And it was very, very glorious. They did it right. The entire roster did it right. Gave him his moment. Gave him a hug it out with Adrian Neville at the end. And who else? Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson and his best friend in the world, Kevin Owens. They got the hug it out. Oh yeah. Just before the turn. Oh, Dude, Angele, I mean, like, I was still crying. We did crying. not expect that so I soon. I called it! Right. No, already? I called, no, I called it. I no. called it on the fucking SGP podcast, episode 36. Replay that shit. Did you Replay call, did you call it, but it was I happening called it at there. our evolution? I called it there. Replay the tape. You will see it. I called this spot, and fucking hell, it was beautiful. Yo, but is it for the title, though? <laughs> it should be for the title, goddammit. I mean, like, you know, you know what? For the title. You know what? Um, just going through that again, I was still crying. They were still h- hugging each other. And then when Kevin Owens just turned on Zayn, Putana, to me, he'll be like, Luha, this just got real, really fast. I don't know. I don't know if I was waiting for it. I don't think I was. I wasn't waiting for it. I wasn't waiting for it. it. And you know what? Okay. I I thought that was it. Nobody ever messes with the huge celebration segment. Yeah. This is the thing. This is the thing. They were actually... It it happened after the copyright. The copyright rules came up. That's right. And you thought, that's it. That's it. Okay, let's go home. Let's go home. And then he turns. Galing, galing. Kevin Owens was a face for a good two hours. (laughs) Until... 
Is this, is, this oh the, is this the first time they've played with the programming format? I think it is. Yes, yes it Damn. is. Damn. Good job, Good job, Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> you deserve yeah. a fruit basket. Hunter, <laughs> you the real MVP. Yeah. And, okay, I just have to say, long-term, long-term effects, we get, we get Generico Steen round five. Oh, yeah. This will be, this will be the fifth Few? year. Fifth year. Fifth year that it happens in December that they start the feud again. Shit. Coming from their, from their days in the indies with P, PWG and ROH. Oh, holy shit, we're going to be getting this again. And um, it's like the Joker says, we must be destined to be doing this forever. <laughs> and I think that, you know, as while it's good, while it's as good and as fresh as it is in the WWE, I say go with it. It's great. You know what? Uh, if you aren't excited for NXT yet, this should be more than enough reason to get you excited for NXT now. Because we've only just begun with all these wonderful things. And I don't know. Um, there was this post that came in in the SGP Facebook group today, and I'd rather go to developmental. At this point, I can't help but agree. And you know, just watching NXT gives me a bigger high than watching. Here's it the all. thing: NXT right now is the best indie fed in the world. It's true. What do you call it, an indie fed? Pretty much yes, is. Pretty much is. How is it pretty indie fed? They're they're funded by by Hunter and and WWE. But that's, that's not, not what, what I makes mean. It independent. Yeah. It's the style. Yeah, it's the style. It's the it's the feel. It's the look. It's the, it's the wrestling style. Not just the writing. Um, it's unfair then for major leagues who actually deliver on the writing. But yeah, it's mostly about the look and the style because it's very small, very intimate at Fossil Arena. Right. And even and the fact that you have a lot of indie stars. Coming in and are already there, it's just it's just a huge you know, huge indie environment, and the fact that it's funded with the WWE resources makes it the best indie fed in the world. And not to mention WWE production team. In, you know exactly. Well, I mean, like they're the videos, the video packages that came out for Kevin Steen are some of the best I've seen. In a long time. Oh, but in general, the WWE video packages are the best ever. And ex- exactly, it's something that we don't talk about a lot because we—it's a given. It's a given at this point. I mean, you do the comparison with what? Okay, the closest thing that I can compare it to is what TNA did with the Bully Ray reveal for Aces and Eights, which was pretty good. But the thing is, no one else comes close anymore. No one. Like no in production one value. To you. <laughs> In production value, damn it, Joe! <laughs> hey. In production value, god damn it! There's nothing that beats it. Exactly, right. which is why, again, best indie fed in the world. I guess that, and they might even be paid be indie fed. money. Best fed in the world, quite possibly. Actually, and again, like I said, is this a meta play by Hunter? A meta power play? Yo, it better fucking be. I think it is. No, I think it is. I would love for it to be just so he proves the point that things have to be changing in the main roster. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I think it's more of a, 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 a pot shot to Vince. Nah. You this still is what think, it can be. No, you still think you, you got what it takes to run a global wrestling company? Your move, old man. And we got TLC, and TLC what it, was the, what it is. Yeah, and the thing was, um, right before TLC... There was there was an actual talent only that meeting that Raw. happened. Oh, before Raw, I'm sorry, before Raw it happened that John Cena held a 
talent only meeting just to say that you know you see what these fuckers over there in Florida are doing why can't we be like that and it's kind of weird for somebody like John Cena to be saying that I don't know I mean for somebody whose whose security is protected naman and yeah, like, he's he's got a job for life right right so I don't know I don't think John Cena was the best person to actually say that shit but the thing is and to bring that up they've realized main roster has realized that they are fucking coming for you nigga <laughs> and there is nothing there is nothing that they have done since this show they had they People had a pay-per-view they had Raw they had Smackdown has any have any of these three shows compared even close hey but again they've tried no yeah they've tried but now that tells you that the problem isn't with talent it isn't with in-ring talent it's with it's with booking because and Vince theoretically the guys at NXT are not um, they're not shackled the, by Vince. So they're not better in the ring than who, who is on the main roster. Right, because if you're just going to blame it sorely on the talent, then that's very unfair. When you, when you look at guys Kidd. like you know, CJ Parker, uh, the Vaude Villains, um, you know, the Barry Ascension, Barbie. those guys technically aren't better than the main roster. Yeah, because you have guys like Ziggler, Cesaro, and Kid who kill themselves every time they're out there. And the the argument that I'm trying to make here is that they are aware that the regard that we are holding these guys again with. I don't think it's a talent problem anymore it's a management problem so Vince if you're listening to the podcast take note but you probably not- aren't because you're not listening to anybody <laughs> hey 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 nice one thank you nice one your but son-in-law you is are, coming for you your yeah, son-in-law is coming for you old man and I, I guess with that, uh, that brings us to the end of this week's SGP podcast. What a week, right? So much to talk about, so much to mark about, so much to you know just enjoy. And it so really guess, is a great time to be a Pinoy wrestling fan. I guess there's no way we're doing a pick of the week this week, right? There's too much good let's, stuff let's, let's do it. Let's, okay, do, it let's anyway. do it now. Let's, let's do, it do it now. now. Let's do it now. Sammy Zayn, motherfucker. And there, that's what... <laughs> Fuck you, Stan. <laughs> that's my boy. Too slow, bitch. Okay, if you're gonna call that That's pick of the week, it's unanimous. Like I think it's unanimous. Is it, Ro? Is it It has to be. That's why I said I said that's yeah, Okay, unanimous. then let's yeah, let, well, let's, let's call it. Let's call it. Our unanimous pick of the week is Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville at NXT R Revolution. Alright. I guess. And let, let's book that. Book I, it. Even book the that. PWR guys would, would pick that. It, would yeah, and they agree, fucking yeah. marked out the on the line also. And they, they fucking, you know, uh, pulled off a great uh, great terminus, but I'm sorry, boys. Zayn and Neville just took it. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you so much for for basically hanging out with us, for downloading the podcast. And thank you so much for, you know, just introducing yourselves at Terminus. Of course, thank you to our friends from Mellow 94.7 for always hosting us, for always having us over, uh, letting us use their equipment. And we are looking forward to having you. Of course, let us know what you think about uh, about us here on the podcast. Reach us on Twitter. I'm at Stan947. At Caveman Camus. At Rose War. <laughs> So uh, those are the ways for you to get in touch with us. Of course, the podcast has a Twitter feed as well, at the SGP Podcast. Yoon. And you can like, 
our page. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. We're going on right. Facebook. It's facebook.com slash oh, no. the SGP podcast. Someone's been listening to Talk is Jericho too much. Yeah. Podcast Even of the I year. Would not, I love Page, but I would not do that on my own. Speaking of podcast of the year, that's one of the SGP awards, which we're giving out next week on, well, on the SGP uh, right podcast. Right here. Right, right here. here. Better stay tuned for that. That's one of our holiday specials. And our second holiday special is a quickie. It's an entrance theme of the year award show as well. Yeah, we will explain that when we when do we the get show. There. Yeah. Right now, we got to call it a night. I got to get some sleep. Simbunga is killing me, but I'm doing it for a good cause. So, you know, I, I, I just got to get my ass some sleep. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. And peace out. Peace. Joy to the world. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.